I have a question for you, my Chakra Girl radio listeners. Do you feel like you have a deep connection to your intuition, but you don't know how to use it? Almost like you know you're meant to be a healer of some kind, but you know you have so much healing you need to do on yourself first, and you have no idea where to start. Babe, if you are feeling those whispers from the universe and you're attracted to all the woo-woo things like crystals, tarot cards, you know, it's because your inner goddess knows you have a big purpose in this lifetime and she wants to show you how intuitive you really are. So the first step is to connect to your inner healer goddess archetype so that you can begin to remember those innate abilities and she's closer than you may think. So I've created a fun and easy quiz for you to tap into your subconscious and to really make a connection with your inner healing goddess archetype. And on the results page of the quiz, I'm giving you a list of exactly how to use your powers to heal yourself and to heal the collective. So go take the quiz today and get started on your goddess journey to healing yourself and elevating the collective. So go to quiz.chakragirlco.com slash goddess. That's quiz.chakragirlco.com slash goddess. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Chakra Girl Radio with Amberly Lyons is an uncut look into the lives of today's influencers to create real conversation about spirituality, modern girl problems, and the balance between vodka and green juice, gurus and Gucci. We're getting real about the chaos, mistakes, and meltdowns that come along with success. Here's your main chakra girl, Amberly Lyons. Welcome back to Shocker Girl Radio. We are here today with two total babes, Kristen Williams and Lindsay Simsick. They are the hosts of the Almost 30 podcast, and it's also just a badass community of people all over the world, and they are really inspiring us women to transition from our 20s to our 30s with the most grace and amazing elements of personal growth and just navigating these transitions in our lives. So we are so happy to have you guys here. Almost 30 has been hailed the best wellness podcast to listen to right now by Coveture Magazine, no big deal. And they've been nominated the best podcast by iHeartRadio in health. Krista and Lindsay have created an online and offline space where listeners can gather, relate and join them in navigating their transitions as their best selves, which is right up our effing alley. Welcome to the show, ladies. Oh, Amber, that was so Thanks. sweet. Thank you. <laughs> yes. So happy to have you here. So happy to be hanging with you. I love your podcast. Your questions are so good. So this, hopefully we can, we can make it good. <laughs> yeah. Make it good guys. No pressure. Yeah, no pressure. <laughs> okay. Let's get into our slumber party questions. What is your daily ritual? Okay, so my daily ritual, this is Krista. I wake up, now I kind of am waking up more naturally without an alarm, which is really nice. But I wake up normally around six or seven. And as soon as I get up, I will, um, well, I'm trying to lay in bed actually with my my boyfriend. So we've been together for um, about six years now. But I'm trying to just kind of soak in time we have together in the morning because I know he doesn't jump out of bed like I do. So I'm trying to be with him a little bit more in the morning and just have a little bit more love time before I get up. But after that, I will tongue scrape. So to remove just anything gross from my tongue, try and keep my oral hygiene up, I will tongue scrape. And then after that, I will oil pull. So I've been oil pulling for, yeah, I've been oil pulling for about a year now. And I really, really like 
I really like it. So I don't do like a full 20 minutes, but I will just do like a tablespoon of coconut oil and then swish it around in my mouth for about five minutes. Um, I found it's really helpful for keeping my teeth whiter just naturally. And then um, I just find that it really cleans out my mouth for the day. And then after that, I will do um, tea. So I'll usually do like a four sigmatic tea and then celery juice. I've been doing celery juice just from pressed. It's really affordable for the past couple weeks now. And to be honest, I don't notice any difference, um, but I feel like it's doing something good to my inside. So that's I, all that matters. That's all that matters. I feel like it's working, so I'll do it. Um, and then after that, I'll usually either write down some gratitudes or start meditating. And then my meditation practice is basically 15, 20 minutes, deep breathing, just repeating my mantra. And if I can't get into it, I will just kind of, you know, give myself a pep talk for the day. After that, after my meditation, I'm, I'm good to go and I will either work out or have breakfast or basically get started on my day. Okay. And then she's ready to roll. Then she's ready to roll. <laughs> With a clean fucking mouth. Like yes. <laughs> I have a cleaner mouth, to be she's honest. She's make ready. Sometimes been like, your breath is out of control. So we got <laughs> let's talk about the tongue scraping are you using the cop one of the copper ones that's what i have yes i mean you can i just bought mine from amazon same i was like same we probably have the same one it was like is it like in a little baggie yes yes five Mm -hmm. bucks or something yeah super cheap and i've even done just using a spoon yeah you don't even need a scraper you can just use a spoon obviously you're not going to want to use it or eat with it after but it's kind of the same concept it's metal it can scrape your tongue and get the top layer off Yeah. And it's something I didn't realize it was like an Ayurveda situation Mm -hmm. as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And that's actually how I heard about it was Sahara Rose. Um, Yes. We had her on the show too. Yeah. She's great. And I think that was, yeah, how I first heard about it. And I just love that it's one of those things, much like oil pulling that's in meditation, that's free or very affordable. You know, mm-hmm. it doesn't cost really, most people have a spoon. Um, coconut oil is probably $8 a jar and then meditation's free. So really it's accessible for almost everyone. I love that. Yeah. I mean, I feel like so many people think self-care has to be expensive. Like doesn't mean you have to get a facial every week, just, mm-hmm. you know, oil pull guys. <laughs> yeah. yeah All right, Lindsay, what does your day look like? Okay. So I wake up between um, six and 6.45 generally. And if I have to be out the door, say, I give myself basically an hour and a half before I have to be out the door. Mm. So, and I also set my alarm about 15 minutes before I need to start my morning ritual, if that makes sense. So I kind of leave a little bit of leeway. So if I wake up at 6 a.m., I give myself 15 minutes in my bed to kind of like stretch, almost like a little kid. I just kind of like roll around because I tend to, I sleep on my back, but sometimes I just get a little stiff. So mm. I'll just do like big morning stretches, like whatever I'm feeling. Um, and then I like scamper and uh, like put on some hot water and then mm. put that on. And then um I say scamper because I live alone and I'm naked, but I always scamper <laughs> like looking through the window or something. Now I'm picturing um, it. Yeah. And then I, um, while the hot water's heating up, I'll do, I'll brush my teeth, I'll tongue scrape. I do all of, all of the things in the morning. I'm actually 
paying close attention to my skin. Um, I've been having some breakouts around my jawline. So um, I actually am doing celery juice as well. I've been doing it for about four or five months now. And so what I'm actually seeing is the detoxification and it's coming through my skin. So mm. I'm just kind of monitoring that. So in the morning, I'm just like, kind of like checking in with my skin and, and seeing if it needs something cooling. So I'll do like an ice roller or I'll just do like a nice facial massage with like my, my serum that I use. Yeah. It's just like, sometimes it's super inflamed. Sometimes it's not. So I just kind of like listen to what it needs. And then I make my little morning elixir. It kind of helps me to get grounded. And by this time I haven't looked at my phone yet. I just turned off my alarm. It lives outside of my bedroom. And I make like, um, I love the chai latte from um, Four Sigmatic, no sugar, and it's really creamy and delicious. So I'll have that. Um, I'll take my vitamins. And then lately I've been doing the Kundalini Har meditation. It's like a breathwork meditation for prosperity. So our friend Milana Snow is is doing that. So I I wanted to do that with her. And yeah, it's been, it's actually really challenging. It's seven minutes and you're, um, you know, doing this movement with your hands and you're just chanting basically har. <laughs> yeah. And, but it's, it's gotten easier over time and it's, um, I like it a lot. So if I'm not doing that, I'm usually just sitting with music that I love. So call that meditation and just being for at least five minutes. Cause mm-hmm. after that, it's, on to either teaching soul cycle, which is ending soon, but teaching or hopping on emails and just kind of getting the day started. Okay. First off, I love a Kundalini meditation. Yeah. Oh, they're so good. There's yeah. um there's another one. It's um the mantras Wahe Guru. And mm. so you like breathe in through your one of your nostrils uh-huh. and then you hold your breath while pumping your stomach. 16 times saying wahe guru wahe guru wah, sorry 16 wahe gurus so it's like really hard to hold your breath and then you exhale through the other nostril and then you like alternate like breathing in i think i can't remember if you alternate breathing in through the different nostrils or if you do you I say it out loud or is it just in your you head? You say it in your head because, oh, yeah. You're and holding your breath. Okay. Yeah, it is like the craziest. It's actually like helped people overcome addictions and like weird patterns and mm. it's crazy. You guys should check wow. that one out. Yeah, yeah, there's something about, I think when they talk about in Kundalini, like the breath work when you're holding your nose and mm-hmm. like and breathing in different sides of your nostrils. Yeah. There's something really powerful like in yeah. your mind that it does. Yeah. Breathing yeah. in through the left brings calm and breathing in through the right is yeah. um, energy. So it's like the left side mm. of your body is the feminine and the right yeah. side of your body is the masculine. So, and it like, if you kind of alternate, it just creates balance. So, and I always find too, like if there's a night where I can't sleep and I'll be like, okay, I need to like breathe through my left nostril and then I'll plug my right nostril and I'll realize, oh, my left nostril is blocked. That's why I can't sleep. Uh-huh. Wow. I'm just trying both nostrils right now. Yes. (laughs) Okay, ladies, what are your go-to crystals? I started out clear quartz was my go-to just because I really feel the vibe. Like I can, it's one of those crystals that is really powerful um, for me, but I have to say it's kind of tried and true and everyone 
really knows it, but citrine, mm-hmm. cash money. Like I feel like whenever mm-hmm. I meditate regularly with citrine or I have citrine around me, it really does bring abundance. Yeah. Um, so that's a favorite. And then I guess a second one would be for the home. I really love to put the black one for negative tourmaline tourmaline in the yeah. corners of my, of my room. Um, yeah. so having that around has been has been really good too, but I'm a crystal girl. I've got so many in my apartment, mm. but it's just really now like keeping them clean is so hard. Yeah. Oh, I know. You know it's like, them. it is. I know. It's like yes. a day. I'm like, okay. I know. You ready, guys? <laughs> whole day. Um, that would be a good company. Like I'll come to your house and clean your crystals. Honestly, I actually, yeah. We have a healer that yeah. I want to come have just come clean all my crystals at one time. Truly, I do. It's too much work. I know yeah. it is too much work. I'm like, oh, and then I'll put you outside for three days. Like I know. I know. Or like just put them on the I like I like to just put them on the windowsill in like a full moon and be like, all right, you're good. Yes. Yeah, I, know. I mean, mine are like crusty. They need it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like, like I found one in the corner the other day and I was like, wow, you are dead. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good. Maybe it means they're like clearing out. That's like the sign that they're really working. They're like clearing out all the dirt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They've been working hard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and also I was going to say, I actually keep a citrine in my wallet. Yes. Yep. What is it like? Just like a tiny one? Yeah. One of the little just kind of polished, um, like yeah, rock ones. Mm. Um, yeah, just plop it in there. I know go. there's been people too that put like it on money, like have mm-hmm. having dollar oh. bills and just like Smart. putting citrine on top of money or jade and then just putting it like by your bed. Mm. I love that. Okay. I've, if it's cash, I'm like, oh, I need it for my nail. I know. I'm like, but I grab it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, you hear the ice cream man coming and then that's all over. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, Lindsay, what is your favorite crystal? I love blue lapis. Ooh, um, yes. Yeah, so that's been really helpful for me. Um, a few years ago, I got vocal notes from... A multiple for, from multiple things. Uh, I was living in New York City, bartending and drinking and singing behind the bar until 4 a.m. And I just like ripped my vocal cords to shreds. And then I came to LA and continued teaching Soul Cycle, and that was really taxing. So I would actually sleep with blue lapis on my throat chakra every night. And in combination with other things I was doing, it really helped to heal my vocal notes and I don't have them anymore, which is a miracle because I was losing my voice basically every week. Mm -hmm. Um, If you listen to early episodes of Almost 30, I sound completely different. Mm -hmm. Um, So that has been something that I always keep with me, especially when recording, just to speak my truth. And then I love a rose quartz. Mm -hmm. I have one by my bed. Just a good reminder. I mean, sometimes, you know, you have days where you're like, I fucking love myself. And then there are days where you just like spent the whole day beating yourself up, you know? So mm-hmm. it's just like a nice reminder before going to bed. It's like a little reset for me. Mm, love that. And I love that you healed your throat. I feel like it's so, like, it's so powerful. I mean, oh. I feel like the throat chakra was the first thing that I ever worked on too. And just sleeping mm. with a crystal on my throat, I was like, holy shit, this works. What else can I fix? Yeah. Mm. Why were you working on your throat chakra? So for me, I was um, in a meditation. So I was kind of like in my 20s, just like 
hot mess twenties and going out all the time and partying. And I was having a hard time like being by myself. Mm. And I went to this meditation class and just like sitting there being silent gave me this huge lump in my throat. And I just was swallowing like every two seconds, like looking around and I I was like opening my eyes, which you're not really supposed to do in a meditation class, like looking at everyone else (laughs) being like, am I the only psycho that's like swallowing every five seconds? You're like, I need help. I'm going to choke. Yeah, exactly. I literally was like starting to panic. I was like, is this normal? What what is wrong with me? And then I asked the teacher about it after and she's like, oh yeah, your throat chakra. And I was like, pretended like I knew what that meant. And then I went and bought, I like did a deep dive online and found I used aquamarine and slept with it on my throat. Mm -hmm. And then, well, like you said, it's also about your truth. And I definitely wasn't living my truth. Like I was working in a job I hated and all that. So even, you know, I physically healed that weird energy situation going on, but then also that's what opened me up to this whole journey and like sharing it with people. So it was just, it all started with that meditation class. Wow. That's kind of crazy. That is, and that's how yeah. most stuff is, is like the one little thing. So it's just really trying to get people to do the one little thing and then you can kind of let them discover from there. Hundred percent. Okay. Important question, guys. Who's your favorite Kardashian? Uh, Chloe. Yeah. Forever. Forever and ever. Amen. (laughs) Most reasonable. She is the most loyal. She is like, and she's changed so much. Mm. Like in this season, she's just been so chill and like mature. She's just. I love her. Mm. Yeah. So second is Chris. Oh yeah powerhouse yeah. for being so crazy. Chloe's yeah. definitely and, the fave. Yeah. Uh, but also like I'm always intrigued by Kendall. I think mm. more so just because like she is literally never home. I know they all yeah, travel, so but like different. she's she's just so different. She's mm-hmm. never home, always working. Mm-hmm. And maybe because she's more of a mystery that I'm like, mm-hmm. hmm, I kind of mm-hmm. like that about you. <laughs> yeah. And I love that she's super open about her anxiety and like talks yeah. about it and like mm-hmm. talks about it on her platform because there's so many young girls out there that follow her that probably are experiencing the same thing. And she's like normalizing it, which is really nice. Yeah, I mean, I could imagine growing up in that family having such bad anxiety. Yeah. Especially for everything that she's been through. Yeah. But yeah, she is. She's a babe. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Love. I love them all. <laughs> no, I really do. I, every time someone tells me their favorite, I'm like, yeah, me too. And then it's like always a different one. They're all my favorite. Okay. What is a habit or tendency that you have that you think good spiritual people don't do? Um, a habit that, that we, we okay, think. This is a good one. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of like a guilty pleasure, probably, but then sometimes I ask that and people are like, I don't feel guilty about anything. I'm like, no, oh, I'm sure there's something that you do that you don't want. <laughs> Mine is um, YouTube. Oh, I, okay. dude, I'm a, I'm a trashy YouTube girl. <laughs> if you saw my YouTube history, actually we have like a Roku at our apartment and I won't play anything that I watch on my YouTube, like on our public Roku, mm. because I don't want Justin to see me watching like the mind of Jake Paul by Shane Dawson. So <laughs> that is definitely mine, but I don't know why it just that culture and that generation. And I'm, you know, kind of part of it, but like how creative they are and just like, what's happening on YouTube and what's happening with internet culture and its ability to like shape everything in the future Mm. is like insane Mm. where, where the gen, where the next generation is like, they are all watching YouTube. They don't really watch TV. They're all on Instagram. Like it's just crazy. And there's something about it that I can't, 
keep my eyes off of sometimes. Mm-hmm. It's very weird. Mm-hmm. And I definitely know that spiritual people do not watch like Logan Paul. <laughs> <laughs> do you follow they HRH? Might, they might start. No, who is that? Okay. Oh, I can't remember her actual name, but she's just like this amazingly wild and crazy girl in LA. And she like has a jewelry line and she's just like, just a bit of a mess of a person and not afraid to talk about it. Mm. Um, her name's Alexandra. I can't remember her last name, but her her Instagram is HRH Collection, and okay. on YouTube it's probably the same. But cool. you need to you need to you need to go check her out. Yeah, She's just like a little addictive. The bigger the mess, the more the yeah. Exactly. You know, like, uh, like, if you're crying in your thumbnail, like a zillion views done. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my God. I love it. I'm trying to think. This is a hard question. There's definitely things. Mm. I feel like, Ooh, um, you, you're so like, she's so balanced. Like you'll drink every once in a while. You'll definitely get down on some carbs. (laughs) But I get like, is that outside of someone's spiritual? I guess if you're super spiritual and you don't drink. Yeah, I don't know. Okay. Uh, we'll put it. I, I, come back. I'm gonna. We'll I'm, come back to it. One of my favorite ones that a girl that I just, someone that I just interviewed, she said that she's like, um, I go through my boyfriend's phone when he's in the bathroom. Oh, that's. A, <laughs> I'm so glad you're telling me that. <laughs> oh my god, that's yo! Amazing. I used to do that shit all the time. It's too stressful. Too stressful. I, I was like, stressful. I can't remember. It came up like a message came up on the iPad once, and I went into the iPad and like turned off his mm. messages. I was like, this could be, this is a slippery slope and I don't want to go down. Yep, <laughs> it is. And once you start, you can't stop. I freaking love that. Does <gasps> Botox count? Yeah. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. That's a good one. Forehead. So yeah. where are you, you're Botoxing the forehead, like all corners, like the middle, like whereabouts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Be- between the oh. eyebrows, forehead, yeah. crow's feet. And that's it. Oh, cro- see, I didn't know that you could Botox. It's, I thought you would get honest, filler. I- no. You get filler underneath the eyes, but you can get the Botox around it. I'm too afraid underneath the eyes. Plus, I feel like it puffs it and it's yeah. like a little freaky. Yeah, yeah it almost makes face. your face look a little chubby, I feel, yes. when people do this. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But I just, you know, for me, listen, everyone's going to have an opinion about it. And I'm even sure that someone might have an opinion after listening to this. But I think, you know, for me, like, I'm also thinking about years from now when you know, I still want to feel like youthful and, Mm. and, you know, if that means like in my family, like I look at my grandmother and my mom and like, they do have a lot of wrinkles. They're very expressive. Mm. I'm very expressive and I don't get so much that I'm not expressive anymore, but Mm. it just, you know, it's preventative. Mm. And like, I don't hate on anyone who's getting and no, that makes them feel better. Like do your fucking thing. Who cares? hundred percent. I was my only biggest, my biggest fear, but I did it anyways, was I was like, is my third eye chakra still going to work? And I was Googling no. it like crazy, but it did. It's all good. Yeah. <laughs> I know. No, that's so true. I think about that. I'm like, as long as not as it's not getting to your penal, penal gland. Penal. Yeah. I was thinking, I was like, it's interesting that, you know, reptilians, it's venom, snake venom. What, what is <laughs> Botox? It is? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like a drive derived from snake venom. Oh. Isn't that that's how they first discovered Botox. It's obviously not exactly snake venom, but that's how huh. they first discovered it was that it paralyzed right. certain muscles on people. Right. Yeah. So or they something. took like one of the ingredients from, or they derived it from snake venom. 
Oh my gosh, someone just like got bit by a snake and they were like, damn, my face looks youthful. Yeah, they're like, but it's amazing. (laughs) Oh my God, so funny. Okay, so let's chat about you ladies. I want to know how you came to connect to create this amazing platform. Like where were you guys at in your individual journeys that made it all come together at the right time? Yeah. So I was um, auditioning for SoulCycle. So I wanted to be a SoulCycle instructor. Have you taken, you've taken Soul? Well, I haven't because we just got it here. Um, I've taken many like wannabe soul cycles, but I, by the time I, yeah, I mean like in Canada, we just, just got it and I just haven't been yet. Oh, you should definitely. Yeah. You should go. We'll go together. Um, but yeah, so I wanted to be a soul cycle instructor here. Um, actually I was living in New York at the time. Um, and I was going to do whatever it took to basically figure out how to do that, you know? lose the weight, get certified, da, 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 do everything. And I auditioned and I didn't get it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was going to audition again and I was moving to LA. Lindsay had just moved to LA a few months before, maybe a year before. And I got connected with her through a friend. Cause I was like asking everyone, I'm like, I need to connect with more instructors so they can give me tips on how to do this. Cause I was, you know, so dead set. I was so determined. I wanted it so bad. I was like, this is it. Like I've never felt more pulled to any career and we connected. She helped me with my audition. Um, and then I moved to LA, auditioned in LA and I didn't get it. Um, so two times didn't get it and I was heartbroken. Um, and we became fast friends and started to have these conversations about, you know, a lot of the transitions we were going through, in our 20s. Um, This was like me going for something I thought I was meant to do. This was me moving from city to city and, you know, figuring out like what friends were like when you move so much. And Lindsay was going through um, her own things. And we just felt like there wasn't a space where people were talking about all of this. And there wasn't a opportunity for people to get resources for them to help them be better, to help them on their personal growth journey that were approachable. Mm-hmm. Um, so almost 30 really started, you know, at the beginning of our friendship and has really grown, you know, with us. Um, and really we're just wanting to make everyone laugh. We're wanting to make everyone smile, but we're also wanting to um, expand consciousness and really grow alongside the community that we've built uh, throughout, you know, almost 30 since its inception. I love that. So in terms of like the development journeys that you guys were on, was it kind of like, I know you mentioned, you know, you thought your life was going to be one thing and then it wasn't, Mm -hmm. but was there ever Mm -hmm. this kind of like rock bottom moment for you guys where you're like needed to start choosing self-development? Um, or was it just kind of a slow progression? Yeah, for sure. I was living in New York for about five years and I, my physical body started to break down. So I mentioned that my voice was going. Um, I would lose it on a regular basis. Um, I was also just physically not feeling very well. So I was battling fatigue. And what I didn't know to be kind of like this emotional roller coaster, like all the time. And I think the energy of New York fed into that. I think um, my relationship with myself, which translated into very, you know, just unhealthy relationships with other people, especially men. Mm -hmm. And so, and I was working in the bar business. So like my, my currency there was like, to like 
wear a tight dress and yeah. like serve drinks mm-hmm. and like flirt with guys and like get tips and be able to pay my rent. You know what I mean? Yeah, so it's like I was, the more your boobs are out, the more money you'll make. <laughs> yeah. True. Yeah. I mean, it, and I don't have boobs. So, it was, <laughs> but um, no, it's just, I, I kind of lost myself a little bit. So when I began Soul Cycle in New York, three months later, they asked me to move out to LA quite suddenly. They're like three weeks, you're out there if you want to go. And I had always wanted to move out there. So in some way I manifested it. I don't know if intentionally at the time, but like it was always in my heart to be out there. And so that really changed the course of my life. I mean, to be out here for me, I just fell in love instantly. I get to be outside all the time. I get to be in nature, which like my body was really, really craving. My heart was craving. And I just was forced to be alone more. Mm-hmm. Um, so not only like, was I not in a relationship, but in LA, like you kind of are alone a lot of the time, which was very healthy for me. I realized that I had more energy when I was able to take that alone time in New York. I was living with people. I was always seeing people on the street at work. Da da da. So I just got a bit more quiet and clear about what I wanted and what felt good to me and ways in which I could say no to things that weren't serving me anymore. So I'm still on that journey and learning, but I mean, saying yes to Soul Cycle brought me out here and brought me to Krista and, you know, Almost 30 was born, which has just been the biggest gift in my life thus far and has inspired, you know, my other creative um, dreams that I want as well. It just kind of gives it new life. So I kind of forget the original question. (laughs) No, no, I feel like that totally makes sense because you're like, it just sounds like you guys like serendipitously met when you guys were both going through these big transitions Exactly, and it just kind of like collided and made sense. So, you know, working as partners, what would you, how do you guys like balance each other out? Well, I guess just our backgrounds actually worked perfectly to balance us out. So I came from working in a corporate world. So I worked in like digital media, I worked in consulting, and I just worked in various jobs in the corporate world. So my understanding of business and my understanding of client communications, client relationships, of like how to manage a lot of different things in our business that we do now. So like partnerships or emails or stuff like that, Mm -hmm. I was able to bring into what we do. And Lindsay is an actor. So she was able to do a lot of the vocal stuff. She's able to do a lot of the sound stuff. She's able to help a lot of with stuff that we do on camera. And she manages a lot of the partnerships that we have with our audio team and our sound production team. Um, So it really was nice because our background allowed us to like stay in our lanes with what we do. But I mean, we work so close. Like we're talking every second, but it just happened to be that like, like, I don't know if it would have been better if Lindsay was in a corporate job because like we would have maybe had conflicting ideas on things because, you know, I have my opinion of like whatever as it relates to that part of the business. And if I was in what she did, I don't know if we would be like, Mm-hmm. If it would be, I'd be as anal. It's someone would be as yeah, anal. hundred yeah. percent. Yeah, it works perfectly, and we just and we learn so much all the time. Mm-hmm. I think like there's in a partnership. Any you know any of your listeners who are in a business partnership, I think there's like a baseline of just like respect and love and like understanding that like if the other person can do it better, then awesome. You know, like 100%. I think sometimes it's hard because you feel like, oh, let me help you with that or let me be a part of that or I want you to feel like I'm doing enough too. And 
it's just do what you do best, you yeah. know, and, and that will feel really good and contribute and whether it's front facing or not, you know, it matters to the entire machine that is your business. So it's really been, it's worked perfectly. Totally. And I remember when I um, teamed up with one of my friends for a few projects, it was like, there was always this kind of like, oh, like, I'm afraid that, like, I'm worried that you're doing more than me. And she's like, no, I'm worried you're doing more than me. Cause it's like, I was looking at my job. I was like, no, what I'm doing is so easy. Like it takes me no time. And she's like, what I'm doing is so easy and takes me no time. Yeah. So it's like, but if I was to do what she was doing, it would have just been a mess. So yeah. I love that. Like just knowing what your strengths are um, and not feeling, you know, not feeling bad or not feeling like you need to be doing everything. Yeah. yeah. And it's just for, you know, as an example with you guys, it's like the communication of that, you know, so being like, yeah. oh my God, you know, then you both are like, oh good. I feel yeah, this way. I feel, I'm so glad that you said that because I've been feeling this way too. And then you all of a sudden feel better and you're reminded that, you know, you are both doing equal amounts of work and you are both like, you know, I guess just like pulling your weight. Totally. hundred percent. So let's talk about wellness. So you guys are all in the wellness. What are your favorite wellness modalities of the moment? Man, I am like all about human garage. (laughs) What is it? Human garage. You have to come next time you're here. I'll, I'll, we'll show it to you. Okay. Um, so it's a place in LA and they do, it's like, it's like physical therapy, acupuncture, myofascial release, massage, um, like everything, everything, cranial sacral, cranial sacral work. And they really just look at the body from a really, really holistic perspective. So Lindsay and I have been going through their protocol. You know, when you go in, you get assessed, you take some tests and then you go through a protocol. And there's just so many parts and things that I've learned about my body, the way I stand, where I hold tightness, like where um, I'm uneven, where I'm not symmetrical and, and why. And I've really just been enjoying the process of like, kind of rediscovering my body and like how it should work and how it should look and kind of really just tuning into my body and working with their team. And that has been like such a delight. So if anyone has the chance or opportunity to go to Human Garage, highly recommend. But in addition to that, it's really like body, anything body work related. So Mm -hmm. Reiki, Reiki, I'm such a fan of. I love energy work, massages, like that is like been my jam as of late just to like find ways to like love and like work with my body so that it's like always in the best condition. It feels good because mm-hmm. um, we hold so much energy and we hold so many emotions within our body, within our muscles. So to always make sure they're moving and I'm working through that both on the emotional side, but then on the physical side as well is really, really important. Mm, so true. And I remember even, you know, a time where I thought working out was only for, you know, to look skinny. <laughs> and, oh, yeah. and I mean, by used to think this, I mean, like this was like a month ago that I finally got over this belief. Nice. Like I need to yeah. just look at it differently where I'm going to the gym to move my energy and mm. to like find clarity and all that. And it makes it so much more enjoyable. Yes. Taking the pressure off is, you know, because also too, it's like if you work out to be skinny, you're never going to, you know, it's just like, what's the goal? Like there's no, you know, once you get skinny, you're like, okay, I'm not skinny enough. I've got three more pounds, you know, so it never really like Mm -hmm. provides you like a realistic set point and it just makes it not fun. It's like punishment. Punishment, exactly. 
can't have that. All right, Lindsay, <laughs> what is your favorite wellness modality of the moment? Yeah, so I'm at Human Garage as well. So I'll okay. just say that. Um, and they're also going to have some online resources. So people who are not in LA can look out for that as well. Mm. Um, at the moment, I just started therapy. Oh, like really great for my mental health. Yeah. And I would highly recommend. And she uses EMDR and other holistic um, modalities to kind of um, rewire your brain instead of kind of giving you tools to use in the moment. Mm. It's more of marking that as a memory and not as what defines you. So um, we've been doing a lot of like work with my like five-year-old self and like just kind of like my childhood right now. So it's been really interesting. And like every session I'm crying a fuck ton, but like, it's not because I'm like so sad. It's just like this emotion moving through me and it feels so fucking good. Like a release. Oh my God. It's I love that. Like working with your younger self, like that was a game changer for me. And it doesn't have to be like this crazy, like hypnosis thing. Like you can literally just in, I don't know, you probably, I mean, are a little bit more well-versed in it than I am, but I just mean, yeah, you can kind of, it's just easier than you would think it is to kind of heal those past things. You can just, in, like, if you have like a pretty clear memory of like who that girl or guy was, um, you can just kind of like invite them in and like sit next to them and ask them questions and then answer those questions as that five-year-old, you know, because I didn't know, but like I knew the answers and like mm. what she would say and how she would say it and how she feels about it. So it's like, it's really, you have to kind of like not give a fuck to actually get deeper into the work. Cause it is kind of weird. Like I'm used to it with acting. So just like playing a character, don't really care, but mm-hmm. you know, you're in the room with a therapist and she's asking you to be your five-year-old self, you know? Mm-hmm. And yeah. so you really have to let go. But yeah, that's that's like my top one right now because it's also helped me just to like be in my body mm. as well, you know, because so if I'm like kind of out of my head space, I'm more like into my heart space, which helps me to be more in my body. I love that. That's so true. That's so, I've always like, it was kind of a battle for me for a while to be like, hey, how do I get more into my body? And it literally can be as easy as just getting the fuck out of your head, which is so yeah. hard. Yeah, that's <laughs> the damn truth. Yeah. So what is the weirdest thing that you guys have tried in the name of wellness? We're going to do or, oh yeah. Yeah. We're going to go on an ayahuasca Journey. Oh, girl, that's exciting. So have you yes. been like doing the prep? Not no. yet. Okay. When it's are you? Is well, it like- we're going in March. So the yeah. prep will probably start January. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I'm really excited yeah. to hear about this. I haven't felt called to do it. I feel like, I feel like you need to really want to do it to do it. A hundred percent. Lindsay and I were casually like, yeah, we, we kind of want to do this. And, um, an opportunity presented itself that is like, Incredible. Incredible. <laughs> so, um, yeah, that's like something that is pretty crazy. I mean, I've probably done it. I mean, I haven't done like a vampire facial. I think that's kind of out there. Mm. Cryotherapy. Um, colon hydrotherapy. Colon hydrotherapy. Love that. It's yeah. so good. That's so I love that. Here in LA, it's like, that's normal. Yeah. It, it is like, yeah. <laughs> what um, I do regularly is like, I think is so normal. Yeah. Oh, we did the Dead Sea stuff. Normous. Oh my God. Okay. So like, <laughs> yeah, we, so this guy, there's Erwan here in, in uh, Southern California and 
there's this guy that sells this Ormus. It's like total this. Perf. Yeah, totally. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, it's like this liquid gold from the bottom of the Dead Sea or something like that that's supposed to um, just Give you like crazy meditation. Yeah. So I forget your experience, but my quick experience that's was sick. that I, I took it before bed. And I think I meditated and then went to bed and I woke up in the middle of the night with like one, I just like shit my brains out. And like, I was rolling around on the ground like in so much pain. Yeah. Oh my God. I I felt sick. Like I didn't have as much as crazy Mm -hmm. as a reaction, but I felt really sick too. And I think I was the one that told everyone to get it. Yeah. (laughs) I was like, it's like a hundred dollars. It's whatever. It'll like supercharge your meditations. But I'll, I honestly will try anything. Like I'm pretty, we're pretty down and we'll do anything. There's one thing actually that I did that was very weird that I would never do again was I met these people that were supposed to be healers and they did this like electric shock therapy. Oh, Oh. like made me like, so what they were doing was, this is so embarrassing. So they're making me like, we were in a room together and they're making me bring up things that I felt shame around in my life. And like, I didn't even really know them. And then they'd like put an electric current, like on certain parts of my body so that it would rewire my nervous system around the shame that I had around things. But then I'm just like sitting in a room crying with people that I didn't really know about like something that I didn't feel comfortable sharing with them being electrocuted. And getting shocked. Yeah. Yeah. That was one thing I regret. (laughs) That does not sound like a relaxing wellness day. Yeah. It was, it was no bueno. So definitely don't do that and trust your healers, find healers you trust. I think that was like the point for mine. That's a good, good tip. Good tip. (laughs) Oh my gosh. So just all the listeners know, Kristen and I were on a panel together um, at Influence LA. And one of the big topics that we all spoke about was just realness and vulnerability. um, And that being just such an amazing way to connect on a deeper level with your audience. Mm -hmm. So tell me about your guys's journey into being more comfortable being vulnerable. Because I know it's not something that's easy right away. Yeah. I mean... I feel like I've always overshared, um, just not publicly per se, um, but just in conversations. And, and so for me, it's about, it's been about being more intentional, I guess. Mm. So if I'm going to share, I really want it to come from a place of healing for me, healing for others, you know, hopefully making others feel like they're not alone you know, and, and what's helped within that process, because sometimes it's really not easy to share or have conversations um, that are uncomfortable, but to really open up to the response and to be receptive to the shift, um, especially just in our community that we feel um, makes it one worth it, but two, it just becomes a practice then. So that feels good. And that you know, that yielded a result that, wow, like, you know, being more of yourself and, and sharing your experience really does like help people. So we try to encourage people, um, you know, in almost 30 nation to do that. We have our ambassadors, um, through our ambassador program that are kind of taking the lead on that because we just, that's how we created this community. Mm -hmm. So like, think if we could do that, like on a global level, we've started to. So we're just excited to kind of see where that goes. Mm -hmm. I love that. So tell us more about your community. Yeah. Our amazing community of babes. So we, Lindsay and I, I think because 
you know, we are best friends and we are just like chatting on the podcast has really given women, I guess, the permission to connect with one another and to um, be vulnerable with one another, you know, as we are vulnerable on the podcast. So a community really formed when we started hosting events um, and which is what made us go on tour and what started our secret Facebook group. And then now our ambassador program that um, we are going to launch in January. Um, But they're really just amazing, awesome women that are spiritually curious, that are down to learn, that are down to grow and really just down for all the topics that we almost all, you know, the topics that we put on the podcast, whether that's white privilege, whether that's um, voice, you know, whether that's about like the sacred sound of your voice or whatever it is, but they are incredible. So we look forward to really doing more with them in um, 2019 with our ambassador program um, in each of the cities that we have our girls in. So cool. So what does the ambassador program look like? Yeah. So we have, um, I think we have about 40 right now, maybe 50 um, girls that oversee the um, breakout groups on Facebook and then oversee the communities of Almost 30 Nation in cities all over the country and now the world. So as an example, Almost 30 Portland, our ambassador will help facilitate events, meetups, um, and really be like the boots on the ground for us in those cities. Um, And they're already doing great things like going on trips together, planning retreats, um, doing Secret Santas, all of these volunteer things. They're really doing all of these amazing things. And we are just here to help facilitate more of the communal experiences that we have at our events when Lindsay and I aren't there. You know, we're trying to do our best by getting to every city and staying on tour and all these things. But really, we just want to um, allow the women to connect with one another, you know, outside of just our events. Mm, I love that. So like scaling to the max. Exactly. (laughs) So good. So yeah. So where can we start today for anyone listening that has a business and wants to just create more community or just Mm. really show up more? What is like, what are like a few things that we can do now? Well, I think, you know, get it out of your head that you're event needs to be a certain number of people or in a certain place or have Mm -hmm. sponsors, you know, an event or like a meetup could just Mm -hmm. look like at like a cafe, you know, you could have a book club that meets over video call, you know, like there is no formula. There is just the requirement that you connect with others. And, and I think just starting, listen, like you could talk about it till you're blue in the face and write out your plan and all of that. But you know, what we did was just start when it comes to the podcast, we just started. We didn't really have a plan. We didn't know this was going to become um, as big big as it has and impact as many people as it has, but we, we just started and we didn't look back. And I think the energy of starting, you know, invigorates something inside of people that will just it's almost like this infinite source of inspiration, just so long as you keep going, you know, and not feed into the doubt and the fear that is this good enough? Are people going to come or listen or whatever it is? Like, it's really important that, you know, you remind yourself of your original intention and that is to whatever, fill in the blank. But yeah, that would be mine. It's just to like, not worry about what it should look like or what it should be, but just to do it. 
and like see how yes. that feels. Amen to that. I 100% agree. And I love what you said about it doesn't matter how many people show up to your first event. Like you, maybe you have three fucking people show up. Yeah. But guess what? They're going to be posting photos and you're going to be posting photos. And then more people are going to be like, wait, I didn't know about that. How do I get in the next one? And like maybe your next one has 10 people. And then you just keep going and going and building. So I, that's, I mean, even helpful for me because I've, I'm someone sometimes who's like, well, if I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it big. But mm-hmm. so, no, it doesn't really have to be that way. Yeah. yeah I mean, totally. that's the thing is people always see the end goal most of the time, you know, like mm-hmm. if, and if we would have saw our events now, you know, we're, at, we're at a place where we want to, you know, do them differently next year. But if we would have saw our tour last year and been like, yeah, you're going to go on tour. We'd be like, that is insane. Like we could never do that. But as you grow and as you, you know, like you said, make your events bigger and bigger and better and better. It's just like, it'll naturally come to be the place where you're really, really proud and feel really aligned with like what you're doing. Mm, so true. Oh, and you guys are just so good at this. I'm so Aww. excited for all your, I'm, I'm excited to come to your event. I know. I know. I'm so, that worked out perfect. Perfectly. So oh my God. Manifested it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> all right, ladies, let's move on to manic moments and manifesting where we talk about our last meltdown and the last thing we manifested. And I will go first. So my husband and I got into an almost fight at a restaurant, um, which was really could have been embarrassing, but thank God it was like in the doorway and I don't think anyone heard, but it was because I was being so indecisive about where we wanted to go. And I was like, you know, and you're like, make a decision. Like you just need to choose. And then he chooses and I'm like, no, ew, like I don't want to go there. So it was kind of one of those moments, but I was like, I was like, I'm just going to let him have this one. Let's just go where he wants to go. And then we parked and we were like walking up the street and I was like looking around and I was like, oh, but that restaurant's better and that restaurant's better. And then we like got into the door and I was like, ugh, I was like, I don't know. I was like, let's just go somewhere else. And he was like, okay, we're here. We're, he like really snapped me, which he usually doesn't do, <laughs> but I was being super annoying. So I don't blame him. And he just kind of shut it down. And then I kind of gave him the silent treatment until I got my margarita. Yes. <laughs> gotta do what you gotta do. I love a good fight at dinner. Those right? Are, sometimes those are my just, favorite. Yeah. Sometimes you just need a really good public display of anger. Oh, oh my God. Whenever <laughs> I see that, I am like, yeah. <laughs> so good. Okay. What I manifested. Okay. Not sponsored, but open to it. Have you guys heard of Heyu? H-A-Y-U? It no. is like no. the Netflix of all the reality shows. Oh, all the housewives, all the Kardashians, even like the obscure, like Courtney and Kim do Miami or whatever the hell it's called. Like they are all on there on demand and it's only $6 a month. There's even a Britney Spears documentary. So needless to say, I haven't left my couch. What was Um, the Britney Spears documentary called? It was, uh, I think it was called, oh, I thought it was called Peace of Me. It, It was like, it was about her prepping for her Vegas residency. Oh, wow. that's probably so good Need to watch. I will say she's actually a lot more together than I thought. Like she seemed very mature in this one. Really? Yeah. Which is oh. like, I follow her on Instagram and sometimes it's like, oh, I'm scared. Brittany. I love her. <laughs> love her. Love I just her. don't think she understands. Yeah, I think so. But yeah, I mean, it really gave me a new, not that I didn't respect, I always will respect Brittany, but um, it. I just feel like I just love her even more now so you guys need to watch it and it's like six dollars a month you guys like what the hell it's literally changed my life (laughs) done 
That's a great manifest. Uh, well, because I talked to, like, I was talking, it was just funny because I was talking about it literally two days before I found it with my friend. I was like, she was like saying that she doesn't have like all the channels. She's like, you need to have Bravo and you need to have E and you need to have this. And in Canada, we don't just like get those channels. Like there's mm. like, you have to sign up for all these, like, yeah, it's just like a whole thing. Um and so, yeah, we were like, I wish there was like, why aren't they on Netflix? Like Netflix would be so smart to just put them on. And then this is even better. It's like pink branding and like, I'm all about it. I cannot wait to watch yeah. the <laughs> Go download, go download. Okay. My night. Yes. Your turn guys. Latest freak out. My latest freak out was probably before I went to, I was in Australia with my family like 10 days ago something like that. And I was just doing the most. I was, we had so much going on. We had just launched your podcast pro and I had been packing and I had been preparing and, you know, I'm like with my family and with my significant other, like Justin, and I'm just feeling so overwhelmed. And I kind of just had like a, you know, little freak out with everything that we have going on. It gets, it's amazing to run your own business, but but it also gets scary to Mm. um, leave it, you know, for, for a amount of time. Not that I don't trust, you know, Lindsay's going to do an amazing job. It's just like, I feel like I have so much to do. And I felt there was a lot of deadlines with my blog. So that was probably my last um, meltdown that I can remember. Mm. Um, And then manifested, I manifested, I think Kima Garage. I wanted like to figure out about some asymmetries with my face and asymmetries with my body and why Mm -hmm. they existed and if I could do anything to like fix them. And then, you know, we met the human garage people and we've been working on um, like different things that I have that are like different on each side of my body. And that's been major. So I'm so Mm -hmm. grateful for that. And it's funny just like talking about it, being casual, being like, oh, I'd like to do this. And then it comes. So true. hundred percent. I need to try this human, human garage. Okay. I need to come. It's happening. Yeah. It's amazing. Um, Um, Yeah. I'm trying to think because it's actually funny. This is kind of like one of the things, not to bring up therapy again, but like my whole life I've kind of like been the middle person and even keel and balanced person in most situations. So I really haven't allowed myself to like freak out or like in a big way, one way or the other way, like super low. So mm. I actually like want to be doing that more in a healthy way. Mm. <laughs> so like just expressing myself without being too much of a people pleaser. Mm. We'll sense. make you really mad if you want next time. Yeah. Next time. For yeah. Real. <laughs> um, so yeah, I mean, I guess the last time was just like me flipping out in therapy, I guess, like just about some things and it just felt Can't actually very good. Can't even see that. I know, which is, that's the thing. It's like, like she was like, wow, like you cried your first sesh. And I was like, I it's too. all built up. Like yeah. I just don't, it's funny because I express myself creatively in ways, yeah. but like emotionally, it's just different. I don't know. Mm-hmm. So that, and then manifesting, I manifested um, my writing coach. Oh. Like I wanted to be writing more and in a, in a way that was a little bit more structured and consistent. And I wanted to birth this project. And so this woman who has been in my life for a while now, but I didn't know that she coached um, writing and she's, you know, an actress and successful. And, and we just got to talking and she told me about her coaching and it's been the best. So that just kind of like came in. Yeah. I was like 
it's been so easy and awesome. So again, again with like the not really meaning to manifest Mm -hmm. it, but it just So what are you wanting to write? So right now I'm writing what feels like a one one woman show, but there's like various characters in it, but it could, in the writing process, like you kind of don't know what form it's going to take until you get to a certain point. So part of this feels like a series, part of it feels like a stage show to begin with. So yeah, that's kind of all I'm right now. It's kind of like, it's truth. It's like kind of my, my experience, but shared experiences within kind of like our generation. So Mm -hmm. it's, it's funny. It's weird. And it's been really fun. It's almost like cathartic Mm -hmm. in a way. Yeah. I was going to say like, you're, that's a, that is one way to express yourself like in front of a large scale of people. So that's exactly. Exactly. So good. So good. Exciting. Well, keep us posted. Thanks girl. Okay. So you guys have a little discount for us. Tell us about your podcast pro. Yes. So your podcast pro. Um, so Lindsay and I have been, you know, podcasting for a little over two years and we felt like when we started, there wasn't any resources. Like there's not many, you know, there's not much help for podcasters Mm -hmm. and especially for us who wanted to take the podcast and turn it into our full-time jobs, which, you know, which is what it is now. There wasn't like a roadmap and there wasn't anything that was helpful for us. So, um, we've made so many mistakes along our two plus your journey um, and growing the podcast to a business, to a community, um, to all of these things. And we just wanted to put everything together in a place where people could get all the resources and support they need, whether that was through a media kit or, you know, everything they need to build a home studio or Instagram templates to share their podcast. We have all of that. And then we also have a course that people can take. And this course will help them take um, their podcast idea to iTunes. Um, So that's to ideate, to create, to record, uh, to market, brand, and grow their podcast into, you know, what they they hope it to be. So it's yourpodcastpro.com. And then for all your listeners, we have a 25% off discount with the word chakra. Yay. Exciting. Thank you guys. Yes. You guys go check that out. Start a podcast. Have me on it. You have. Yes. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Is it, It's the best, you know, it's been so fun to just be in this community. That's like not, I don't know. I love that it's not on video or photo or, you know, I just love that it's just your voice. Mm-hmm. I know. Um, so that's just one of my favorite things about it. So here to support. I like to I like to say that podcasts are like the next YouTube. Like I feel like it's like For sure. It's like upping. I feel like it's still a good time. I don't like some people are like, oh, it's oversaturated. And like, yeah, I mean, but it the ones that are really good are gonna go far. Agreed. I feel like it just started to get saturated. Like it's yeah. not even close if you compare it to actually, you know, like blogs or Instagram or YouTube or anything like that. And you know what, like if that's going to stop you from doing something that you want, then you didn't really want it anyway. Exactly. Well, or you were just afraid and wanted to make an excuse. Yeah, exactly. And then you don't really want it anyway. Yeah. So guys, go start your podcast for goodness sake. Yes. <laughs> okay, you guys are the best. Thank you. So, see you next week. Oh my God, same. How exciting. Okay, tell us where we can find you online. 
Yes. Yeah. You can find us on Instagram at almost 30 podcast. You can visit our website to find tour information and all of that. Almost 30 podcast.com. And then your podcast pro.com is now live. Y O U R podcast pro. Um, where else you can find us on iTunes and anywhere that you listen to podcasts, we will be on tour next year. So, um, you know, visiting cities that we haven't been to yet, as well as live shows and um, an international leg of the tour. So um, check that out on our website, almost30podcast.com slash tour. Yay. Oh my God. Okay. We're going to post all the links to everything for you guys. Go follow these amazing ladies, listen to their podcast and soak up all the goodness that they're offering. Thank you guys so, so much. And thanks everyone for listening. Love you all. And we'll catch you next week. Thank you so much for being a chill Shocker Girl and tuning in to Shocker Girl Radio. Don't forget to subscribe and give us a five-star rating. You can find more info on Chakras and on Amber Lee at theshockergirlco.com. And follow all the glam and grounded goodness on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at theshockergirlco. Amber Lee loves engaging with her listeners, so DM her anytime.